0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. (laughs) There are so many things that we just have in our mind, and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them 100,000 times. we got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The so people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401K. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement.
1: Speaking of... Looking ahead towards our future and better preparing ourselves. Oh, yeah. The little ones are skipping off back to the (laughs) schoolyard. I was
0: going to say, is it too early to play some party music? Because my kids (laughs) went back to school this week and daddy finally got some me time. Nice. And by me time, it just means I got my own schedule back. A little bit of my routine Mm -hmm. where they have to go to bed a little earlier and then I get to Push them onto the little schoolie bus in the morning, and then I can drink my coffee in peace and look at all of the terrible things that are happening in the news. Right. And what right? case do you see who, right now, sir? <laughs> Please.
1: Please who tell us where you're finding that
0: it. I would love, who knew that I would love to look at all the doom and gloom in all of the news media these days. Huh? But amazingly. Huh? No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's it's good to get these young minds educated. Yep. Uh, because the more that we know, then the better that we can prepare ourselves for the future, right? right. Which is a little bit about what this show is about. 100%. If we can educate ourselves in a few things, we can potentially sidestep a lot of errors that a lot of people have made over the years, mm-hmm. which makes them either uncomfortable in their retirement or it makes them fearful. Mm-hmm. And we can learn from those lessons and we can do really awesome stuff. And so hopefully, uh, I'm going to educate us a little bit today. Goals. Uh, but, I, but it, we always have goals, right? That's it. I have no knowledge uh, of if anyone will learn anything today, but I'm certainly, just like my kids, I'm going to give it a good old college try. In this case, a preschool try or a middle school try, whatever try we're going to give it. We're just going to take one of those.
1: Well, we're going to give it the good old retirement try because that's, of course, what you focus on, helping folks in your office, looking at that age of 59 and older, because what's interesting is... You got this whole notion of people, hardworking people, the good salt of the earth people that are all around Louisville and Kentucky coming to you that get to this second. It's a whole second phase of their financial life that they now have to figure out what to do with all of this money to make it last another 20, 30, 40 years in some cases. Well,
0: If you think about it, when we get to that point of retirement. That really may just be halftime, right? That's right. We That's may what have I'm actually saying. been working for twenty five or thirty years, yep. and then we may have twenty five or thirty years in retirement. So it really is kind of at halftime. Yep. That was one of the books actually that Mike Pence brought up to me that he was reading oh, really? after he left office. He's yeah. like, "Hey, this is a great book because it kind of lets you understand it's time to retrain, retool our minds." Because there can be a whole other part of life that most of us, until we get to that point, we've never experienced before. Kind of cool stuff.
1: That's right. Well, that's what you're here to, again, help us figure out. And perhaps the work that you do is more important now than ever has been before in your career, John, because of what folks that are looking at the second phase of their financial life are having to deal with and look at and consider right now in a way that, I mean, for decades people have not had to factor into their financial plans. So if you think about somebody who is planning to retire in the next year or two, or perhaps you're already retired, let's do a little combination action on the Mm. impact of a bear stock market combined with high inflation rates. And now what may be they're calling a recession. Mm -hmm. It probably has you looking at your financial statements. A lot, and nobody can be blamed for that practice. But Christine Benz of Morningstar.com was saying that one thing that you can do to stave off some jittery feelings is to just, and I quote, tune out. For people at this life stage, I think it can be super tempting to move into this mode where you're really paying a lot of attention to the market, where you're watching a lot of CNBC, you're checking Morningstar.com throughout the day. Don't do that for your own mental health. Really stick with whatever plan that you have for monitoring your portfolio, but don't spend time monitoring your balance because I think that can kind of get you into a negative cycle where perhaps you're inclined to make changes that otherwise you probably shouldn't make. Okay, so I... I kind of agree with her and I kind of disagree with her because there is something to be said of don't mind warp yourself by looking at things and obsessing over things every single day. Yeah. But also, how dare you? This is my money and sure. things are weird right now. And how the heck are we supposed to manage all of this, John?
0: Yes. Yeah, so in general, what Christine was trying to say was, hey, don't let the news media focus. It's not the major economy that we're most worried about. It's our personal economy, right? Right. Right. I think that's where she was trying to go with that. But she made one really terrible statement. She said, stick with whatever plan you have. Now that, I think, Heather, is terrible advice. Mainly because when I'm talking to folks, I typically find out they do not have a really good plan. And, And let's talk about real quickly, what a real financial plan should be when we're getting to that point of retirement. Because a lot of us have focused on, you know, we have our 401ks, maybe we put money in a Roth or our IRAs and things like that. And we do those things and we just hopefully grow the money, grow the money, grow the money. Mm -hmm. But at retirement phase, things change a lot. Now it's not really about growing that money so much. It's that we have it available so that we can distribute some of that money so we can live off of it. It changes completely. So if we really want a good financial plan, we have to have five completely different pieces all working in harmony. Number one, we have to have some form of asset protection within that plan because we cannot Pull income from lost assets. Right. So we need some form of protection. I don't really care what it is so much. It can be stop losses. It could be uh, hedged accounts. It can be guardrails or portfolio software that keeps you from losing too much. Any of those things can be fine. It can be product based, mm-hmm. but we have to have some form of protection first. That's okay. number one. Okay. Number two, it has to generate income because guys there is no retirement if there is no income coming in so if our social security is not quite enough to live off of maybe we have a pension and that's great but if we don't have a pension or if that's also not enough that big old pile of money we have to have it produce income so that we can stay retired so it has to have income second thirdly it has to be tax efficient because it's not about what we made. Sadly, if you look at those statements, if they're in IRAs or 401ks, guys, not all of that money is ours. There's a good portion of that that goes to Uncle Sam. And sometimes, depending on how we pull that money out, how we distribute it, it could be the difference of a 12% tax rate or zero even, Mm -hmm. or guys, it could cost us 30 or 40 plus percent when we pull the money out. So it's not about what we made, it's about what we keep in our pockets. So the third one, we have to understand tax management. Okay. Number four is legacy planning and and most people say John legacy planning I'm not worried about leaving a big old pile of money to the next generation right guys think about it the first legacy is the surviving spouse yep typically that surviving spouse that is the first stage of legacy because unfortunately there is a tremendous uh, let's call it a, a tax burden put on single filers mm-hmm. and and because of that we already know that once we lose a spouse Not only have we lost, often, a life partner, Mm -hmm. but we've lost a really good part of the tax code, which is that marriage a kind of exemption or deduction. For deductibility, we lose that. Mm -hmm. So it can obviously be very devastating to a surviving spouse if we haven't planned for that. So that fourth one is estate planning or essentially legacy planning, surviving spouse planning. And guys, the last one is healthcare costs. I have seen horrible numbers that have come out saying how much is potentially going to cost us for healthcare, especially after all this COVID stuff. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but our healthcare costs for our firm have increased 44% since 2020. That's right. The healthcare cost that I pay for our staff members is up 44% in, in the last two the years, last two, two years. And we were told, because our, our due date is in January, yeah. is potentially gonna go up another six or 7%. So wow. guys, when we look at that, the one thing that I know, sadly, I know this honestly from my own family, if you don't have something earmarked for healthcare, it can completely derail your whole plan. So going back to what Christine Bin says, she mm-hmm. says, don't tune in all the time. It'll put you in a poor mental state. You'll make mm-hmm. dumb decisions. I agree with that. But I do disagree that if you do not have a five-prong system of all of those things, then unfortunately, you don't have a sound financial plan. But if you have a sound financial plan that deals with protection, income, tax management, legacy and spouse planning, and healthcare, then I do agree with her. You can tune most of that out as long as you monitor that plan and your needs. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagan Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840
1: WHAS. J. Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagan Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.